Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Go. Welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, around the room, we check in with everybody here in the studio. First up, he's resigning from coaching his son's basketball team. And being too busy is his very common theme. Here he is. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Yeah, yeah, it is a common theme. And I got a question for you guys. Like, I am busy, and we have four boys, and there's a lot of sports. All of them are in different sports. One plays football, two play baseball, one's about to start basketball. A lot of sports going around. So oh. I'm asking you guys, is it okay to miss practice? Once in a while, especially for the four-year-old. He's playing baseball. He's four years old. And out of all these practices I have to go to, if his is in the way, I'm like, cut it. We're not taking him to that practice. Oh, so you don't even go. You miss, I thought you meant you miss practice. Yeah. You're not even sending him. No, 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 no. It's not sending him. Like, we've got to take him there. He's four. And it's just a lot to do all that. So I told my wife, if there's anyone out of our four boys that can skip a practice, it's him. And I'm cool with it, but I want to ask you guys, like, I know it's a team thing, and I don't ever want to encourage kids to mispractice for teams, but he's four. Amy? I mean, yeah, I think it's okay. I mean, if you don't have the bandwidth one day, and there's something that's got to give, I mean, I just think that, yeah, you don't want to let the team down, but things happen. You're not doing it all the time. This is every once in a while. No. You signed up for a team sport. If they have practice, you have practice. You show up to practice. If you don't practice, you don't play. And I think if you signed up and you can go, if you can't go, you can't go. No, 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 no. Hold on. No, no. He he is more like like, "Ah, I'm tired. I get it. No, I like what she said. Bandwidth. Hey, the band's about to pop. I say no practice. <laughs> no, that's that's what, not what bandwidth is. I not, thought maybe because no. your three other Uh-oh. kids are demanding this and that, and you're being pulled five different directions. Yeah, man, bandwidth. Okay. Get, the rubber band's being pulled in no, no, all no, that's not these what bandwidth directions. Is. Band, it doesn't matter. Hey, so. Can you imagine coaching four-year-olds? I can't. Oh, I, I think the coach God. would rather us not have practice. But, you know? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. You know, you know how to parent. Yeah, I There's do. no right or wrong way to parent. Well, there's wrong, but there's no real, like, <laughs> I'm not saying this is wrong. You do you. 
Okay. I kind of but just I felt, don't like it. I felt bad doing it, yeah. so I kind of wanted what. Okay, like, well then little, there you go. Little if you feel bad doing it, it's probably bad to do it. I changed my <laughs> stance, by the way. All right, next up, at first we thought the pallet investment was a pretty cool deal. Now we're wondering if it's even real. Here's lunchbox, oh. yeah. guys. Let me tell you, the 2005 Nissan Altima, there has been some drama around her. She's been hurt. She's been injured. She's been taken to a mechanic. They couldn't figure out what was wrong with her. I've been riding my bike every day, and I finally said, you know what? I'm taking it to the dealership, and I'm going to say, guys, find out what's wrong with her and tell me what it's going to be. And I got a call. And this is the dramatic this is moment. This the audio of somebody talking to you? Yes. Come pick up your car. Okay. That's all the voicemail said. And so when I showed up, this is what the guy told me. So you think you, you saved her life, huh? Yes, sir. Man, I thought you were going to call me and tell her she was dead. No, the mid-pipe, the flex clamp, the ring wheels broke, so they removed the rattling clamp ring. Well, this is great news because everybody was ready to bury her and, you know, leave her out to pasture, but I'm glad she's still kicking. You're a, you're, you're a hero and you don't even know it. Exactly. Wait, how much it cost, though? $240. That's it? I never heard of some of that stuff. I know. my cars, but I never Guys, heard of Guys. Clip ring? I never heard of that. Never heard of it either. But they were, I mean, the other place put a new fuel pump, new spark plugs, new this. They did all sorts of work. Couldn't figure it out. This guy just said, oh, it's some little ring. And boom, I walked outside and I was like, there's no way this is going to work. Starting right up. The Ultima's back. So what's she- the goal? To get all the way through winter? Yeah. Till next year? Oh, yeah. yeah. Winter is going to be hard. Winter is coming. But the Ultima is okay. Uh, She's alive. I'm happy for you. She's alive. I'm happy. Okay. Moving on. She recently called herself a bonehead. She meant to mail out a package, but she sent it back to her house instead. Mm -hmm. Here's Amy. So I got three songs from women that I'm obsessed with right now, and I listen to them on repeat. The first one is Kylie Morgan. If he wanted to, he would. If he loved you, he would tell you. If he missed you, he would. Is this the, the the singer that you were with that got, got kicked, kicked by, the, by cow the cow or something? No, no, no. That's Hannah Ellis. Yeah. Oh. You're thinking of when she was milking the cow and she got knocked over? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. funny. That's Hannah. funny. And not her, though. So that's, who is that? Kylie Morgan. Kylie Morgan, and it's called If You Wanted To, He Will. Yes. Pull, he no. would. If He, he Wanted will. To, He Would, which is a great song for, my friend and I were breaking it down the other day of, you know. Poop get off the pot. Well, or just like if you're with a guy and it's like if you if, True. if he wanted to call, he would. If he wanted you to meet his mom, he would take True. you home. <laughs> if he prioritized you. Right. Yeah. All right, what else? Uh, Miranda Lambert, If I Was a Cowboy. If I was a cowboy, I'd be it's old? Is it new? Yeah, it's not brand new or anything. Okay. It's just one I'm listening to on repeat. Got it. I know this one. And I was like, I'm cutting edge. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Okay, and? Megan Maroney, I'm Not Pretty. Somewhere. Did it, Morgan, your ex-boyfriend's ex-girlfriend do something (laughs) like this to you? And we talked about it with Megan Maroney. When Megan was in. So his current girlfriend, well, I don't know if they're still together. Yeah. But current girlfriend, yeah, was like trolling me online. And then we talked to her about it. And then they all blocked me after that segment aired. Boom. (laughs) That showbiz baby. Megan Maroney is such a good writer. Aside from everything else, she's such a good writer. That hair salon, that song is like the greatest ever. It's like from even, I think it's before this record. It's a uh, 
hair salon, your best friend. It's hard for me to do that with other music. Again, <laughs> Which, if I was a cowboy, it was, yeah, 2022. Palomino, when she put that out. Got it. Last year. Okay, thank you for sharing that. Right, mm-hmm. let's go. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he struggles sleeping at night, but maybe he just needs to turn off the light. Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. I do turn off the light. I just want to share something that I was thinking about, and it's not about me, it's about Lunchbox. So, if Lunchbox sees a celebrity out on the street or sees a celebrity at the store, he, or in Vegas, he goes absolutely bonkers, right? Like, oh my God, screams at him, yells at him, oh my God, it's a celebrity. Even if it's not even a real celebrity, like somebody that just might have a little bit of mild fame on TikTok. It doesn't matter. We get celebrities in here all the time, every day. He never freaks out when real celebrities are here. He doesn't even look he at them. He doesn't even look at them. He, he does nothing. He just stares at his computer, doesn't interact, doesn't try to get a picture. But if he sees one out in the wild, he is all about running and attacking them. So why do you care about them out there, but when the bigger ones are in here, you don't care at all? Oh, because this is normal. Like, they're just coming in here, like, whatever. So it's not about the celebrity. It's about seeing them in the wild. It's sort of like when Eddie sees Amy in the wild, he freaks out. It's pretty when you cool. see. Well, he just waves. He doesn't scream. No, but it's pretty cool to see Amy, like, Like, he did it with, what's city. his name? Uh, Who did you do it with? Uh, Russell, Russell Dickerson. Dickerson. That's what I'm saying. It's when you're out in the wild, you don't expect to see these people. And so it's like, when you do, it's just like, ah, it's crazy. It's sort of like when you see your mailman at the grocery store. It's like, what? What are you doing here? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's so out of place that you but just do it. Fair. Fair on that point. What about the other side of it? Well, when people come in, you never even acknowledge them. Ah, they don't really. They're not here. They're here to promote their music. They're okay, not here to Okay, but you could still be nice. He doesn't talk to anybody that comes in here. No one. He doesn't no one. look at them when they perform. He gets on his Facebook. And by the way, he gets on Facebook, which is weird. And then he talks to all his old high school friends. And sometimes they're always like, hey, Lunchbox. I'm like, huh? It's, yeah, sometimes it, they talk to me and I don't know what they're talking about. It's just bizarre how disinterested you are when celebrities are in here, but you're hyper interested out of here. Yeah, it's just seeing them in the wild. Here it's same old, same old. They come in, they play a song, they tell the same story they've told a million times. Mm-hmm. I'm great. All right, move on. <laughs> like, they're not talking to me. They're just trying to sell tickets but to their concert. If they're at the grocery store, they're not there to talk to you. Either. Yeah, but they do. T- but, the but then store. I have their one on one attention. And it's like, what up? You scared them. That's one I want attention. Okay, so that's. I was thinking about that. That's well, I mean, do you want me to start saying hi to them when they come in here? Like, you know what? Yes. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. You would just like be normal. Acknowledge them. Yeah. Hi. Hey, man. Every time. I do, and I still I try to go to the bathroom when they're done. You still try. Who, who have you washed your hands with so far? Who's the total? Oh, uh, that one. I think three. It was. Uh, it was Tim McGraw, I think, and then that guy. Um, Keith Urban. Oh, Keith Urban was the first. Who was one. the OG? Uh, who was the other? The Adam Duritz. Kind of gross. That guy. Yeah, I don't know his name. Yeah, but I just did. Those it. are the three that you've been able to walk in the bathroom with and wash yeah. hands with. Yeah, it's it's rough, man. These some of these guys don't go to the the bathroom when they're done performing. I figured the nerves <laughs> they would have to pee, but they yeah. don't. Well, thank you. All right, sticking my hand in the mailbag. Let's go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been with my husband for three years. When we first got together, we had discussed having kids together. I have two from a previous marriage. He is amazing with them. I just recently learned I have fertility issues and have been trying to lose weight to start fertility medication. That may not even help. My husband has now changed his mind and says he doesn't want to try anymore. I know I'll be okay if we don't have a baby together, but part of me is hurt. I was content with two kids, but when he said he wanted one together, I was okay. I was actually good with that, but now he's changed his mind. I get where he's coming from, but am I wrong for being upset by this? Any advice is appreciated. Signed, hopeful for a pregnancy. Amy? I mean, I think your feelings are valid, so you're not wrong for being upset. And I think that's something that y'all are going to have to work through. I feel like 
there could be some room for discussion if he like quickly changed. I wonder if he has some fear around like it not working out. So he doesn't want to get his hopes up anyway. So he's just like, well, let's just shut this down because it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Because there's a lot of emotion that goes into trying to have a baby and starting fertility stuff and trying to figure all that out. Or he may think, okay, well, what if what if it ends up working for her? But then but then I'm the problem and I can't make it happen. And I remember feeling that way. Mm. And I was never able to have a baby and we desperately wanted that. And it so all- So you think it's a defense mechanism for, it could possibly be, yeah. I mean, you could just look into it. So there could still be room for conversation if he works through that. But if not, I mean, y'all are just, this is a, this is one of those things, I guess you're gonna have to come, see, maybe see what happens. And then maybe, what if, voila, you happen voila. to get pregnant. Voila. 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 That never happened for me. We ended up still creating a good life and adopting kids. And you already have two beautiful children. So who knows what's in store? But your feelings are valid. Yeah, you're never wrong for feelings. Sometimes you can be wrong because of how you act on those feelings. Yes. And I think the fact that you have two kids already. And you were content, you said. Yeah, I think that also you should weigh that in as well. He may also... You know, not want you to have to go through the process of losing weight to just take the medicine and the medicine may not work for you and all it's going to put you through. So I would be a little more aware of that it's not just about him being selfish, that it might be just him putting a little protective covering on the whole relationship. So Yeah, there's probably multiple layers. Yeah, like, I agree. I wouldn't, I, here's something I will say too. I don't know if you're feeling this, but I think sometimes when someone says they want to have a baby with you and then they change their mind, you may receive it as some form of rejection of what? You don't want my baby. Right. It, maybe you were content with two kids, but now suddenly since you feel rejected, you're like, well, wait a second. Uh, what's wrong? So you probably need to evaluate if you really want to go through all of this as well because make sure your feelings and your motives are right. Our advice is don't make this all about him being selfish because mm-hmm. we think there's probably way more to that. Right. It's to figure out why and then readdress your feelings mm-hmm. because I have a feeling it's just not him not wanting to have a kid anymore. Right. Thank you. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. On the phone, Jared, who lives in Pennsylvania. Hey, Jared, what's up, buddy? I've got a question for Amy. Um, how do you deal with a ex? I am dealing with a lot of problems with my ex and just don't know how to deal with it. Amen. <laughs> Amy, help us out with this. I mean... My ex-wife or girlfriend? Yeah. Or husband? I don't know. Uh, a, a, a ex-wife. Yeah. She's remarried now. But uh, just like she, she texted me this morning, to be honest with you, and uh, told me that I didn't take my kid to school at all last week, which I took him to kid. I took him to school every day. Um, we have six kids together total, and mm. I take them to school every day. No problems. Everything. Um but now she's accusing me of not taking him to school. So it's a co- <laughs> co-parenting type thing? Yep. Okay. And- yeah, no, that's unfortunate. I mean, clearly she has a different narrative happening. So for you, for your sanity, I, all you can do is focus on you. But if, if there's accusations being thrown around, and I don't know if that affects how you're able to co-parent or if she's trying to build up anything against you, but I would just log and document all that you're doing. You don't have to do anything with it, but just keep it and know, okay, yeah, on this date, took the kids to school. On this date, did this. And you just have to focus on you and know the facts. Like, 
to, to me, a lot of times there's there's the data versus the drama. And it seems like your job is to just stick with the data. And if she wants to bring in the drama, that's that's on her. And I know it impacts you, but you have to do the best to just take care of yourself and your mental health so that you stay sane and you don't fall into the same games. You say, you know, safe like, within your like. Yeah, because this is this is uh, maddening, I guess, if someone's trying to completely gaslight you in a way that isn't accurate. I'm self-employed too, so like I I, I focus I focus so much on this stuff and <laughs> not my work and it messes me. Oh up no no and, yeah, yeah 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 this so if it's becoming all-consuming, then you need different ways to to process this. And 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 I see how it could do that to you. Like that's all you're thinking about, but you need a healthy outlet to take care of this so that you can focus on you and do what you need to do because then in the end she's winning she's ruling she's taking over your life and that's sort of maybe her goal and I, Amy nailed it if you can create a positive paper trail which is just the data part that she's talking about especially with what you think she's going to use against you then you can combat that quick and easy yep and even if it's not paper even if it's like a little video I mean you can any way to keep paper trail and even if it's combating it for your own brain like if she starts to send you text if you haven't done this then you get to go back and you get to look at everything and you're like no okay she's not accurate in this so that's even not just for others that you may need to prove it to but also to yourself at times is she fighting for custody of the kids, Jared? I've got more custody of the kids than she does. And for the state of Pennsylvania, that 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 really does say something. That really does say something. And and is she upset by that? I mean, is that why she would be saying certain things like this to use against you, even if not true? Probably. Yeah. I mean, she's taken me to court. She's I mean, she's taken she's called child and youth services on me um, just for even going on a date. So <laughs> Oh yeah. You need to just I, I would collect the data. You and couldn't identify that crazy early on? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have. Yeah, that's a bummer. Amy gave some great advice. Just protect yourself with facts and log it and keep it. It sucks you have to do that because it's kids, but you do. So, and well. and I will encourage you to do this. You've got six kids. I don't know your personality, but the best thing you can do is to not ever talk about her Bad. in front of your kids in a poor light, regardless of what she is doing to you. Do not bring them into it. And if anything, think of the positive things about her. That's their mom at the end of the day. So just a little reminder for that. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. All right, buddy. Good luck. I need that, especially this morning. <laughs> Thanks, Jared. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. I right, see you later. That sucks. That's good advice, though. Doubt you were like, Amy, like, I don't know. But then she like lays out the most perfect, poignant <laughs> ever advice ever given on the show. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So when you get home from work, like, do your dogs run up and greet you? Uh, Stanley stays asleep. <sighs> Maybe he opens his eyes. And LR, yeah, but she's just anxious all the time. She greets everybody, making sure they don't have a gun or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stevie, a golden retriever, he loves to greet uh, one of the kids from his home. Like, his, his owners. One of them came home from school, and he's like, oh! And he's going to greet, and a motorcycle's coming. The motorcycle doesn't stop or isn't able to, and boom, hits Stevie. Wait, so this is outside? Yes. Oh, yeah. this is terrible. Wait, this is too bad. The dog and the motorcycle driver. Right, yeah. and then uh, Stevie was rushed to the vet, six days in ICU, wow. <laughs> a punctured lung. And Stevie's a dog. Uh, fractured ribs, yeah. And 
She's doing great. She's going to live. Stevie's going to live. And the cool part is, kids in the neighborhood, I don't have the full medical wow. bill, but I love that younger kids in the neighborhood rallied together and they're like, we want to fundraise for Stevie. And they were able to collect $400 to give to Stevie's owners to contribute towards the medical bills, which was just a really sweet gesture. You know, it was a lemonade stand they did. I'm going to tell you though, 400 bucks, six days ICU, that don't equal the same. <laughs> right. How <laughs> bad pet insurance is a little bit. Wow. And then I'm assuming the motorcycle driver did not wipe out that he probably just like clipped him that's kind of what i saw yeah. oh, so okay, that good. that person was fine but the dog's gonna be fine yes. but six days in icu would you would you put a dog six days in icu yours well, well yeah, i mean yeah i would guess i have it? to figure it out yes it, didn't your ex-husband say that he wouldn't do that well he said that dogs should have a 500 dollars limit that's my point <laughs> <laughs> we'd go that's down with our, we'd go down we just go bankrupt <laughs> right to save him mm. um, I, I think at the end of the day he would have he would do anything for you do the, now you can say whatever you want amy you don't have to go home and josie our rottweiler <laughs> he would have okay. Kara, our current labradoodle with lots of anxiety that's a rescue and has so many problems maybe not <laughs> oh, like 250 250 max <laughs> all right great story that is what it's all about that was tell me something good <laughs> Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. 
If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. All right, let's follow up with Scuba Steve. It's time for Scuba Steve Suggests. The segment was find something old that your partner doesn't like and then toss it out, right? Exactly. I have this backpack that I've been holding on for nine years. Got a new one, but it has so many memories to me that I can't get rid of it. Nine well, years, though. I, I know. <laughs> well, I was like, why do you keep holding a backpack you don't even use? I'm like, but I just, I love this Disney backpack. Mm-hmm. So it's time to get rid of it. You're going to get rid of it. I will, yes. As hard as it is, I'm going to do it. Is that trash can in here for all of our stuff? This is for all of our stuff, yes. Yeah. Mm, okay. So, so I'll, I'll play sad. mine. Oh. I, last night at like... 9.30. I mean, we're in the middle of a TV show and I remember I got to do this bit. And I don't want to do the bit because I love what I'm about to have to give away. And so it, we're just laying on the couch watching Invasion, which is a show on Apple TV. So I'm not sure how asleep we sound here. But this is me talking to my wife. Go ahead. Okay, it's Bobby reporting live Snoring Bulldog with my wife, the wonderful Caitlin. What's the one thing that I have that you wish I would throw away? Have you already said what you think it is? No. But whatever it is, I'm going to throw away. You promise? <laughs> Is that seriously it? Why'd you get so excited? Is that seriously it? What? Is that seriously the bit? You have to throw it away? Well, it depends what it is. Well, then that's not a okay, bit. Okay, okay. What do you mean it's not a bit? Oh, that's you... stupid. So, ask your partner what the okay, one what is it? I'll throw it away. You may or may not. What is it? I'll throw it away. That's dumb. What is it? I'm not throwing away the mirror ball. Oh, I don't want you to throw away the mirror ball. I don't even see it. Oh, okay. You pinky promise you're going to throw this away. Unless it's like no, Stanley Reller. It's not Stanley Reller. Make a promise. No crosses count. Okay. What is it? The Hogs shirt that I has a million it. holes God in it. Dang it. Sorry. See you later, Hogs. Okay. I'll throw it away. I'll burn it. Thank you. <sighs> so, it's a shirt I've had since 1999. Wow. And I wear it all the time. Just mostly drive her crazy. It's a cutoff. And on the front, oh, yeah. it says it's this. Oh, boy. And on the back... It's eaten through as well. That's a cool shirt, man. <laughs> exactly. I've had this since like 99, 2000. That's amazing. Wow. And it was a t-shirt and then I cut the sleeves off and now mm. I've been wearing this. I think this thing is long. Don't throw that away. I have to. That's the bit. Oh. Dude, that's tough, man. That's, this is Should hard. I wear it for more of the show though today? Yes. I feel like we need to have a moment of silence for it, it or something. Or yeah, like- I think you should wear it just so you can get one last wear. <sighs> I love your shirt. <laughs> no. Okay. This is a little something. I'm throwing the shirt away. There it goes. In the trash can. Trash can. Amy, what do you have? Well, I could. I well, I didn't have anybody to ask. Oh, I know what it is. Oh no. (laughs) What? So, but I I saw something in my closet that I was like, okay, is it weird that I still have this? But then also, it may be not a good thing to throw away. It's my bouquet from my wedding. (gasps) Oh my god! Wow! 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 Well, I, I, oh. I, Junk it. I feel like oh. Ben even asked me why I was saving it all these years anyways, because it's not like he has the boutonniere or whatever that he wore. Junk it, junk it, junk it, junk it, junk Or throw it and then there, whoever catches it next one to get divorced. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's a good one. That's terrible. <laughs> Y'all are so That's a great idea. That's terrible. Okay. That's a great idea. But like, look, there's dust everywhere on it and it's like, 
But this is this is 17 years old. Get rid of it. I mean, do you it. see the chunk it? Oh. Why would you keep it? Throw this away. Put it in the chunk trash can. It, chunk it. Chunk it. Chunk it. Chunk it. Amy, put it in there. This also has nothing there. to do with. Uh, my relationship. I just don't even know that even if I still was married that I need to be holding on exactly. to it. Exactly. Chunk it, chunk it, chunk it. Three, chunk two, it. two sure. one. Put it in there. Yeah. Yeah. Chunk it. Chunk it. Put it in there. Put it in there. There you go. It is. Wow. It's okay. I uh, also brought all my wedding photos, ribbons from when I was a kid. But oh. No, that right there. That's, that's, that's good stuff. Gotta get rid of that. Yeah. Lunchbox. Well, sitting on the couch with my wife. I went with her, and I said, what do you want me to get rid of, man? Uh, Don't you dare say the Ultima. <laughs> okay, well, I was not thinking that, but now that I am, no. that's a good answer. <laughs> okay, what were you thinking? That underwear, those boxes you have that have the golf like pictures on it, that's, you want to see my wood? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. The silk ones. No, some chick gave those to me in college. What? And you're still wearing them? No. Why wouldn't I? Because some other girl gave them to you. (laughs) Definitely get rid of those. Junk it, junk it, junk it, junk it. I've had these since my sophomore year of college. Like a three wood on there and a measuring tape and two balls. Thank you. Junk it, junk it, junk it, junk it. Touched it. Eddie. Oh, this is tough. I asked my wife. She said, your cowboy shirt that you had for so long. I'm like, the one I wear every Sunday for shirt. all the Cowboys that's your games. Game shirt. Oh, yeah. You Do you have it? You can't give that away. Oh, no. There, oh, there it is. That's what I know listen, you guys. Listen. That's your most famous shirt. Wait, what's wrong I, with that? Because it's old. I mean, it's easily look it's got holes in it she didn't like it it's dirty and I wore it to church the other day she's like dude do not do that it, it was game day we had a yeah, noon that's game that's true I forgot it was game, so it was game day. day I had to wear it wow. so, so I, I thought too maybe if I did this it would change the I like trajectory that. of the season go. yep yeah we'll see chunk it chunk so I'm gonna chunk it, it. I'm gonna chunk it chunk it chunk it there he goes yes oh, oh we missed wow missed. I don't know if that's a what does that mean I don't know it's like Dak Morgan, you chuck anything? <laughs> I mean, no, listen, there's a lot of benefits of being married and stuff, but there's one benefit of being single is that I don't have to get rid of anything. Yeah, good point. Like, I, I have a lot of cool stuff. Raymundo, anything? Yeah, I texted my wife. I said, what's the one thing you hate that I wear or use or have at the house? And it was her honest to God answer, and she hates this pendant necklace that's a little bit too long. And I've worn it to every pool party. I would go to family Thanksgivings, Christmases, and she's like, dude, that thing is so out of style. All the little diamonds are kind of faded. There were never diamonds on it. I mean, I bought it maybe $40 at Pandora. It's maybe now $4. And she's like, I hate that. Man. Are you going to chunk it? <laughs> I'm going to have to. Chunk it, chunk it, chunk it, chunk it. All right. It in. Went to a bunch of pool parties in that thing. <laughs> wow. These are like great memories. You can't well, part with the pool party necklace. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Dang, dude. Okay. There it is. In the can. <laughs> well, Should we have like- Mike, did you have anything? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure Come we don't on, miss Mike. anybody. Oh, Mike man. D. So whenever I was first losing weight, I wanted to get cooler clothes. One of the first things I ever bought was this vintage t-shirt that my wife hates because it's really old and ugly and it has like dark pit stains, but I still wear it all the time. That's kind of gross. And she wanted me to get rid of it. Yeah, I, I agree with her. It's the only one I'm like, yeah, I agree. I agree. Chunk it, chunk it, chunk it, chunk it, chunk it. Okay. Boom.
It's all chunked. Now, how do you, what do you do? We're going to burn that? Yeah, no. no. No, no. I got an idea. I just what? gave him an burn idea. It? What? eBay. Guys, no, people will buy this. People will buy this. you burn it? Yeah, we burn it, but not in the back alley. Oh, guys, we're going to burn it? Yeah, just burn it. Just burn it. Burn it. Burn it. We'll f- we have to do codes and regulations, whatever that means. It feels so sure. weird. We're just saying that. We'll figure it all out. We're going to take it out forever. Amy, your wedding never happened. That's what No, happened. it did. No. And Arkansas married... never lost a game no. this yeah. season. <laughs> Cowboys are still going to win the NFC. Yep. No problem. No problem. Uh, Lunchbox has still got his wood. And then... <laughs> Right. To be, to be Brett clear, Young. I'm, I'm, oh, what about I'm, what about Ray? I'm, I'm thankful for <laughs> Ray. Made a positive. Yeah. Ray's was positive. Yeah, Ready we, we like it. My marriage. Being a super fan of celebrities is actually good for you. And who are we super fans of? We'll talk about that in a second. Why your your fanness of a celebrity could actually be something great in your life. Uh, also, let me say this: tomorrow, tickets go on sale to the Jake Owen Foundation Flamingo Comedy Jam that I'm headlining and Eddie will also be playing with me the Raging Idiots but tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern if you're down near Vero Beach, Florida tickets go on sale bobbybones.com fandoms of celebrity is good for you apparently psychologists say that most fan relationships of famous people and even sports teams are positive they increase media enjoyment they improve your emotional well-being and they provide a sense of companionship I would completely agree with that I think part of the reason now I know part of the reason that I love the Arkansas Razorbacks so much is it was basically the only stable thing I ever had in my childhood. Meaning, as I was moving around, as I was, who knows, I knew every Saturday Arkansas was going to play and it was going to be on free TV. And I knew on Tuesdays it'd be basketball games. And that was the one thing that no matter where I went, it was always happening. I'd have a lot of consistency. That was always super consistent for me. I'm, I'm sure that's why I'm mm. so What's other- emotional about yeah. it, good or bad. Well, now I'm going to not want to ever make fun of the fact that how heartbroken you get oh no you should i'm definitely a loser yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i I should have gotten out of this i mean i'm 43 so but i feel like whatever what everybody else's excuse to be obsessed with the teams well Um, or hold on hold on i don't know she's judging i'm not judging you painted taylor swift a picture you took an art class to paint a picture for taylor swift just to give it to her yeah amy and she told me i was so talented I still remember it. <laughs> she said, you are so talented. So. I was like, I know. What is what is your deal? Uh, I mean, for it was for a while, Taylor. I feel like that kind of fizzled off the older I got. But. Who is it now? Good question. Once we saw a woman named Kimberly Snyder or something. In a oh, yeah. I, that's veg- fizzled. Vegan, that's- vegetarian type oh, place. Yeah. And he was like, I'm so nervous to talk to her. I was like, she cooks broccoli. <laughs> right. We're all people. I know. <laughs> and I went up and I was like, what up? Uh, oh, yeah, Bobby said hi, and then I was like, okay, fine, I'll say hi. And then Bobby's like, get a picture, and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Who is, okay, around the room, the most famous person or thing that you just are obsessed or love? Mine, for sure, is the Arkansas Razorbacks. Okay. You have to pick one. Okay, okay, I'll pick one. I'll go with, right now, mm, Reese Witherspoon. It's good. Morgan? Can I choose, like, Marvel superheroes? You can do whatever you want. Okay. Uh, does that count? Yeah. I'm yeah, okay. pretty obsessed Marvel. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just feel like Marvel in general, the superheroes in general. Yeah, like all superheroes. If you got to make out with one superhero, which one would it be? Captain America. Okay, is it because of him, the actor, or because of him, the character? Oh, the both. Got both. It. Got it. Got it. It definitely it, it turns you on when he's the character too. What? Okay. I'm just saying. Hey, I yeah, yeah, I thought that. Uh, Eddie, the Dallas Cowboys, but I don't want to make out with any of them. <laughs> no, I just, I just get it on Captain America. <laughs> Cowboys for you. Cowboys. Raymundo. Sam Hunt. We've been going ten years strong. No fizzle there. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Scuba Steve? Uh, mine's the Orlando Magic, and I would make out the entire team. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Abby, what about you? Uh, Kansas Jayhawks basketball. 
Yeah? Yeah. That's your most passionate fandom type thing? Oh, yeah. Do you at go, Allen Fieldhouse. Do you, do you go to games at all? Oh, every I went to every game in college. Really? And I try to. When I'm home, like for Christmas, I go. You still go to a game a year? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Love it. Mike D? Easily Post Malone. Oh, yeah. Oh, Love Post Malone. Yeah. Yeah, Mike D loves Post Malone. That's but good. I like the sports ones with y'all. Like, all of that's from your childhood, which is Mine cool. is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is for sure. Yeah. Your parents were Cowboys fans, right? My mom is the biggest Cowboys fan Abby's ever. Abby's from Kansas. Kansas, yeah. Abby, were your parents big Jayhawks fans? Uh, yes, and that, my grandpa and my yeah. aunts went there. And Gosh, I just don't have that. Mm-hmm. I mean, someone from my childhood that I've always been obsessed George with would be George Strait, right? But Your I don't work ha- on his ranch. Yeah, and I mean, yes. So from early on to now, I would be obsessed with him, but in a healthy way. And <laughs> obsessed, <laughs> just in case he, he's, he hears this, I I just don't have a sports team that I. But you don't like sports. Gravitate that much, towards. Though. You're not a sports person, so if you don't. I know, but like my grandma had pictures of Bear Bryant in her living room. They had a uh, crimson van with an elephant tire cover. They bowled. <laughs> they had elephant bowling pins. That's like, awesome. They were hardcore, but like I never, it's not like I grew up being like, oh, I've got to go to Alabama. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't either. You're crazy. Your number one songs. Let's do the top three in country. Here's Morgan Wallen, Thinking About Me. Jason Aldean, Try That in a Small Town at Two. Try that one, Lainey Wilson, Watermelon Moonshine. Drink a watermelon moonshine. Congrats to Lainey Wilson with another number one. Number one pop song, Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice. Here's Barbie World. Number one rock song, Foo Fighters, Under You. Those are your number ones. Okay. Foo Fighters older, but back. Nicki Minaj, not exactly new, but Ice Spice is new. I'm just trying to see... Aldine's older, but Laney and Morgan are young. It's about 50 50. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. I mean, this isn't like the Beatles or Eagles, but still, it's cool right, to right. see if you make good music that you still have a shot to get on a chart, regardless of if you're 19 or 49. But I mean, Foo, Foo Fighters are in their 50s, right? I would think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty old. Yeah, I would think so. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Have you heard of Monk Mode? Monk Mode. I would assume a Monk Mode is a, like, a mode that you go into whenever you don't want to talk to anyone for any reason and you just want to be alone. I, sometimes I go into monk mode. Is that correct? Yeah, I can be. This is applying particularly to social media or specifically oh. to it. And what's ironic is the hashtag monk mode has more than 76 million views on TikTok because it's like, oh, I'm, maybe they're learning about monk mode so that they can go into mm. monk mode. Monk mode's interesting. What the mode is annoying is when people go, hey, guys, I'm going to get off social media for a while. I don't care. I won't even notice you're gone <laughs> because I don't ever look for someone to post on social media. I like when they post, I'll spend time with it if I like it. But I'm never there hasn't been one time in my life where I'm just like, I cannot wait for X to post on social media. What about when they come back and they're like, sorry, I haven't been here for a while. Again, didn't notice. <laughs> Had no idea. So uh, I know I haven't been on all day. I've been on a monk mode for the last month. You know what? <laughs> Could have fooled me. Didn't know. Yeah. But I hear you. That's cool. Yeah, it's just a movement to unplug. Whatever that looks like for you, but for a lot of people, it's through social media. So a study was done, and it found that a lot of adults wish they could go back and tell their younger selves, like, hey, do this. Don't do that. They took a study to find that? I would think everybody would want to go back and give yourself good advice. Yeah, but they found that specifically what? Um, Kind of advice they would give their younger selves. Okay, now it's interesting. Okay. What advice would most people give their younger self? Save money. For sure. That's on the list. Mm -hmm. 
I would say everybody probably. I'm gonna say everybody because I don't have this experience, but it seems like on television and even like emails we get, everybody's like, "Oh, I had this one miss love, the one that got away." Yeah, like go and don't let him get away. Yeah, I mean, it says, "Don't be afraid of dating rejection." Dating reject? Oh, of dating rejection. Okay, yeah, I, okay, I get that. Not exactly the same. I missed, but that's that's a good one. Or like you may be like, "Oh, I can't ask them out because I'm too scared." Well, don't be scared. Just shoot your shot. See what happens. Well, as someone who did not let the one get away, take it from me. That's right. Uh, the top answers were be more confident. Try not to care what other people think. Don't let opportunities pass you by. Invest in Apple. How, wait, how, what year are we going back? <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bet on the Patriots six different times. <laughs> take more photos. Always be there for your friends. Take risks. Relax and enjoy the ride. And then to Eddie's point of saving money, save 10% of your wages every month. Oh, I wish. How? Okay. Oh, they, they, I could have easily. Yeah, but I blew it. I went to the bars all the time. Regardless of what we have, we always live within our means. Sometimes you can live above, but rarely do we ever live like below our means. Yeah, but we can because other people are, and we have at times lived below what we're making now. So yeah, I hear you. All right, what else? One more that I want to mention is spend more time with your parents. I would say drink more. Like, don't get IBS. And I would give myself tips. And I would say, because if you do, what's going to happen is you're going to strain and it's going to rip your BH and it's going to hurt for months and years. Mm. Is that on that list? I don't see that <laughs> here. Okay. All right, all right. What else? Shay Mooney from Dan and Shay thinks that a hotel once gave him Shaq's dry cleaning by mistake because their names are similar. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Why is his shirt so big? Shay That's exactly Shaq. what he got. Like the dry cleaning. Why is this Lakers back. jersey, number 34, <laughs> that says O'Neill on the back of it, so large? Yeah, he thought he was getting back this black shirt of his that he was having dry cleaned, but it was really a, a pair of large black boxer shorts. <laughs> like that's how big the shorts were. And then looking at the tag, it's like S H A, and he was like, maybe they thought I was Shaq. That's funny. I know. One time, Shaq got mad at me because I said if I were standing at a urinal and he was next to me, I would look down. Shaq got mad at you for yeah, saying he, that. Yeah, he went on a podcast and like let me have it, <laughs> and I was like, it's for science. Uh, yeah. I'd be curious. It's I not- think anyone would do that. No. Of course. Come no. on. No, you no. just want to admit it. You want to admit it. Then Shaq went up and was like, this guy, great. No, I, I'm not. I would. I would. If it were like Eddie or Lunchbox, I wouldn't care. That's their normal size. And what do you mean? You don't know that. No, I'm talking about generally. Like, oh. I wouldn't be curious based on <laughs> like seven foot or um, mini me. I think he passed away. Recipe. But if he were doing it, I would look too just because I'm I'm curious. Anyway, is that it, Amy? <laughs> I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There was a nice husband in Maryland that decided to get his wife a gift. He wasn't having any luck on the lottery, so he said, hey, I'm going to go buy you some scratch-offs. She's cooking dinner. He comes home here and goes, here you go. She goes, huh, let me take a break from cooking. <laughs> Start scratching. And she thought she won $5,000. Woo! Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. She forgot that zero. $50,000! So my question to you is this. One, I know it drives you crazy that it's not you, but let's remove that. Yeah. Two, if he's unlucky and scratching, it's like, I want you to scratch because I've been unlucky. And then she scratches and wins. Was that ticket going to lose had he scratched it? Probably. It'd have lost. Same exact ticket. Same ticket. And your belief is because she scratched it, it changed underneath there. Yes. It's like 
It's something with the numbers getting mixed up or jumbled. But when you scratch, if you're having that bad... That made no sense what, what you just you said. talking about. No, the numbers change. No, under- They don't change. They, they, they don't. do. They, they have technology in those lottery tickets. No, they don't. They're paper. Oh, boy. They are not paper. He's joking. I can't I can't for sure tell. Is if it he's technology joking, but... or is it like vibes? It's the technology can feel your vibes. Oh, that's what, hey, I read about this with COVID. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it messes with your head. No. He's, he's oh, not with right. him. Yeah, he's not oh, right. got it. Yeah. So you think had he continued to scratch with his bad luck, he wouldn't have won? He wouldn't have won. But because he gave it to her and it was new luck, she won. That's because of her new luck, good her vibes. Her new luck, good vibes, technology could sense it on the lottery <laughs> ticket, put the winning number. So all these years, the technology is sensing your bad vibes. <laughs> they're messing with me. Yes. Yeah. But one day they're going to say, you know what? This guy deserves it because they're they're going to be able to tell. I've been buying lottery tickets for years. You think it tells. It knows how to tell. Who's yes. Been, okay. Mm. All right. Well, they won 50,000 bucks. It's pretty good. And they're going to buy a new house. Not bad. Not bad for sure. <laughs> Probably put a down payment on a house. No, that's a down payment. Yeah. yeah I don't think yeah, they're yeah. going to pay cash. Yeah, I, I didn't know what they were doing. All right. Great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. 
Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's brilliant until you get caught doing it. This guy would go to dinner and have a dinner, and then he would have a heart attack at the end of dinner. Oh, oh no. yeah. And because he had a heart attack, well... He's slumped in his chair. He's got to go to the doctor. So, of course, you don't make him pay. He did it 20 times. Well, that's terrible. At the, not the same place, right? No, but okay. you become known as heart attack guy after a while. <laughs> it doesn't matter how big a city you live in. So one of the restaurant's owners talked about how the guy ordered several glasses of whiskey and then started like convulsing, having a health episode. Another one said he pretended to faint and slumped himself down on the floor. And it's just all these people that go, oh, yeah, we had a heart attack guy at our place. So they put him in jail. He won't pay his fines. Well, he probably needs to have heart attacks to get out of his fines. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Needs to be go to the, what it calls, uh, the medical. Infirmary. Yeah, that's what it's called. Thank you. The restaurant owner is now planning to file a joint complaint, which could land him up to two years in jail based on all the money that he stole. Because he would go, he would go ham and order everything. <laughs> ah, gosh. <laughs> what a scammer. And You know, once that works like seven times, you have retired that. You got to think of a new one. Uh, he's like, man, it's working. Why stop now? It just can't go forever. I mean, let's see how many restaurants Lunchbox could get away with in town. What? Again, no, that's stealing. No, no, no. I'm not it's going to jail. the law. Yeah, the... Uh, I've been there and done that. Slash express.com with that story. Uh, so I wanted to share that one. If you have a scam that works, you can't go on forever. That's what we learned here. At about four, start to develop a new one. At about seven, move off to the new one. <laughs> okay. Got it? All right, time for Amy and the Morning Corny. <laughs> The morning corny. What did the ghost say to her kids when they all got in the car? What? Buckle up your seatbelts. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Oh, got it. Got, ghost it. got it. But the ghosts are they sheets? They wear well, fake ghosts wear exactly. sheets. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Amy, for that. So these are all orchestral versions of country songs. Like if you're gonna walk down the aisle. You got like a violin and a harp and a, I don't know what the oh, other harp. Are. When we walked down, I walked down without my wife first because I went first, right? Right. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Room goes her, first. Her dad walks her down. Yeah, I'm just making sure. Yeah. I did the office <laughs> theme, but orchestral. I walked you down. That's right. And then yeah. you gave me away. It was nice. It was very sweet of you. <laughs> so if you have like a little violin orchestra playing these songs, these are all country songs. Um, let's see if we can name them. Write them down. We got yeah. five of them. I, I don't know the songs. I'm going to play two. All right. Here we, here we go. go. Number one. You lose. Ooh. Yeah. So you can just say the title. But but it makes you look cool. Just say yeah. the, the title. Lunchbox, just do it, it. it also it just makes everything wait longer. I don't know who sings that. You can guess. Yeah, you should guess. All right. Everybody in? In. Yeah. I'll go first. Forever and ever, amen. Randy Travis. Yep. Okay. It's a flex, dude. <laughs> who Amy? is it? Who sings it? Amy? Randy Travis. Forever and ever, amen. Did you have forever and ever, amen written down? Yeah. But why'd you say it like you were up, some, up to no good? Because I was I didn't want to say the artist, Got but it. obviously I know who it is. Lunchbox. Forever and forever, amen. Oh. What does it say? Forever and forever, amen. You missed it. Sorry, dude. <laughs> forever and ever. Oh, baby. That's the same word. It's, no, it's not. It's not. Forever. 
See, at least I was honest. Listen, I could have said, I could have said, I had forever, ever, amen. But I well, we'd have looked. Forever and forever, amen. Eddie, forever and ever, amen. Okay. All right, one, 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 zero. All right, next one. Name the wedding country song. Go ahead. I'm in. Trying to get it here. Yeah, oh, he's in. Good. Oh man, I don't know if that's right. All right, we'll go to you first. What do you have? Picture Taylor Swift. Eddie. Love story Taylor Swift. Oh! I have love story Taylor Swift. Love story. Okay. Is it what it's Ray? Yep. Love story. Yep. I don't have the answer, so you got to tell me. I'm doing pretty good at this. Like, I'm getting close, a lot closer than I thought I was. Yeah, I You have no you points. Yeah, yeah, but I've been nailing it. It's 2220. Two, two, nailing means you got it right. Yeah, okay. Uh. Next one. I'm in. I don't have it. I'm in for the win. Heck yeah! Got it. Got it. Got Nailed it. it. It took me a long time. Good job, Eddie. This is almost, I beat you. This you said good polka to me. I beat you. Men. We're not racing to it. I'm just Eddie knew it immediately. I know, but I did pretty good too. Y'all still haven't even said what it is, so. But I'm always yelling at me. Uh, Amy? Walk the line. Is it is it is it the other one? Dang it. Amy, it's what? walk the line. Okay. Eddie? Walk the line. Johnny I, Cash. I walk the line. It's, I don't know what the official title is. It's walk. I walk the line. Really? It's walk. The movie's Walk the Line, but I... Mike, what's the song called? I Walk the Line? Wow. Really? I keep the ends up for the pilot what the? Fine because Well, they should rename that movie. They really should. I walk yeah. the line. Is it called I Walk the Line? What's the movie called? Walk the Line. Okay. Walk hard, Dewey Cox story. <laughs> you know what? It's... Uh, when you're just listening to that, there is a little bit of ring of fire in there, too. It's just yeah, it does. It's a Johnny sound. Johnny Cash. I know it's the same I, person. I take the lead. See, I am. Oh, so yeah, dumb. shocker. I'm just like one word away on all these. Okay, next I don't up. Think so. Oh! Come on, babe. I 
I know it. Hold on. Run through the chorus though. I let it let it go through the chorus every time. Yeah, keep going. No, you got it, babe. Hey, we need you to put an answer down though. Gosh, I don't. You're only one word away, probably. No, not this time. Okay, what do you have? Hugs and kisses. <laughs> that's a good one. Good guess. Yeah. Uh, Eddie. Amazed. Lone Star. That's, that's what I have to Amy. Amazed. Yeah, amazed. Lone Star. I don't know how you do what you do. Alright, last one. Lunchbox has zero, zero points for Lunchbox. I have four. Eddie and Amy have three. Let's go. One more. Amen. Amen. Shush. What? You get to say word. Yes. Hold on, I can't. Hugs and kisses. Oh my gosh. Alright, we gotta have an answer. You can't win anyway, we're just giving you some time. I know, I'm trying to sing it in my head. Your answer, Lunchbox? It's your love. It's not right. I have Stapleton Tennessee whiskey. That's it. Yeah. Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. Great job. Thank you. Well, I didn't miss any. I'll hop out. Except for the I. No, we lost by one, one. letter. One so, letter. Right. So exactly. I got five. Lunchbox got zero. We'll pull ourselves out. Tiebreaker between you two. Okay. Amy, and, Amy and Eddie. Oh. Okay. So Ray, just okay. hit one. You buzz in with it. I don't know the answer. I'm not playing. But go ahead. I hope you dance. You're salutatorian. Nice nah, job. man. Participation trophy. Nah, you're salutatorian. Nah. That's good. That's good. Terrible. We have these new fireplaces in our house, and all of them have been built, and I never knew the value of having a gas fireplace <laughs> until I built the one. I didn't build it. I hired somebody to build the one for Caitlin <laughs> right. in the back. <laughs> I didn't know anything about that. I just, you put wood down, you get some kindling, you start the fire, game over. You turn the little gas thing on. Well, no, before. Now school. you do. That's yeah, all yeah. I would do. Okay. You get newspaper shred. You do it all to make the, the, so the, and I remember them asking me, do you want gas? And I was like, well, how much more is it? I didn't even know what they were asking. And they were like, not much more to, I was like, sure, whatever. And then I remember using it the first time and going, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. You just turn a thing and you light it and pff, it all catches on fire. Okay, so we had those new fireplaces put in. And of course I want gas on every, in every one of them. And so there's one that hasn't been fully set up in the, like the, the room where we watch TV called the family room or something. Every room to me is the living room if it ain't a bedroom. <laughs> but when I say that, I just call it a hillbilly. So whatever. It's the family room where we watch TV. Fireplace has never been used. The other ones we already use. And you're going to have to help me with the terminology, but there's a, like a, a pole that comes out, like a metal pole that comes out from the fireplace that has holes in it that shoots the gas up that catches everything on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Familiar with that thing? Sure. Yeah. It wasn't installed in this fireplace. And my wife is like, sure would like for that fireplace to be running. And I'm like, you got it, baby. I'm feeling pretty manly. And by the way, you don't have to be a man to be manly. I just feel like handsy. Like, like I'm going to do some stuff with my hands and build some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> yeah. So no problem. So I go down and there's like a cap and a nubbin coming out of the thing where you have to then take the cap off and put that pole on there. I can't get the nubbin off, like the cap nubbin off the thing. 
And I'm going, okay, righty, tighty, lefty, loosey. And I'm, <laughs> I've got, I'm trying to get my hand, doesn't work. I get some pliers to try to glamp on it, turn it, doesn't work. Hmm. I get a wrench, I lock it on it, it will not turn. And I'm going, righty, tighty, lefty, loosey, why will it not come off? And then I start to go, well, is it lefty-loosey if I'm looking at it or lefty-loosey if I'm looking away from it? Uh. And then I start to question everything that I've ever questioned about righty-tighty, lefty-loosey because I can't get it off. Uh-huh. And she's like six feet over and I'm trying to play it cool. Like, baby, I got this. Shoot. You know, you married, you married a guy, I can fix crap. You're on your like fourth tool. Well, so I am. I'm four tools deep. And in the toolbox that I brought in, which by the way is pink and it's mine, th- there is a, like a, met- it's like a um, electric screwdriver. Now, the electric screwdriver in no way helped me. Mm-hmm. But I grabbed it and pushed it so it sounded like... Meh. Oh, like you're working. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I couldn't get the nubbin off, the cap nubbin. And so... And I go, oh, man. And she's like, oh, thanks. She's like, don't worry about it. And she gave me the first, don't worry about it. That's good. Like, no, no, no. Oh. That's not good because she knew I couldn't do it. Uh, yeah. Like 20 minutes in, she gave me the first, don't worry about it. And we're trying to watch our show and I'm like, well, get Joe. Let me get this fire up and running. My baby wants a fire. I'll give her a fire. Can't get it off. Righty tighty, or is it lefty tighty? If I'm looking away from, I'm doing both ways now, and for, I've either screwed it closer to to off, or I've tightened it. Don't know. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I go and I get a hoodie, a big thick hoodie, and I put it on top of the nubbin because I couldn't really grab that. Th- and I start to turn it, but with the hoodie working as uh, some padding for my hand, yeah, yeah. metal, and I start to move it. Ooh. It was the original lefty Lucy I thought, which was great. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going slight lefty Lucy. But it will not go. So then I get a hammer. It's my seventh no. tool. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Did you, mm. I get a hammer. And that sounds cool when you're hitting, yes. hitting metal. So first I go, hit a little bit. And I go, <laughs> bing, bing. <laughs> I take a hammer and the electric screwdriver, and I put the screwdriver, like the head, the, the, the Phillips head, yeah. down on a groove. And I'm pounding the groove to turn it. And it starts turning ever so slightly. The nubbin starts turning ever so slightly. And I'm like, we got this. So I get the hoodie back. I take it. It comes off. The nubbin comes off. And I'm trying not to act like it's a big deal. And I'm like, I got, oh, baby, don't worry about it. I got this. So now I got to take this long pipe with holes in it and put it on. And then I got to mess with gas. Uh-uh, That's right. scary. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm Googling, point. like, can you die by doing yes. this? And it all says yes. yes. So I go and I figure out how to screw it on. And there's like a little latch thing. You got to, but then there's another nubbin that goes on the end. And I don't know if it goes on just packing it or if it goes on all the time mm-hmm. because it's basically a block. It's like a cap on the yeah. end of the long yeah, thing. Yeah. And so I get on the internet and I just like, I Google nubbins in fireplaces. It has no idea what I mean. Yeah, because it's, it's not a nubbin. Is nubbin yeah, the what word is nubbin? No, it's what I use though and I think there'd be other morons like mm-hmm. me that would go, this nubbin cap. So I put the nubbin cap on it because I think if the gas comes out of little holes, that's enough. Correct. That's where you want it to come out. But you don't want it to go out the other. No, I'm still guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing with gas. Okay. But I'm not letting her know. <laughs> I'm not letting her know what's up. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, put the, I'm gonna put the cap on. We're trying to get back to invasion. I want to watch the show too, but now I'm, I'm dialed in. I'm covered in soot. My hands are black. Feeling pretty manly. No, you're not. I am. Yeah, it hadn't been used before. <laughs> Where'd the all soot the, come all from? All that yeah. iron that's been sitting in that fireplace was oh, black. Okay. And it had been like, it's not melted, but it had been like rusted on, which is why I couldn't get it off. Uh-huh. I thought you got charcoal from the garage and yeah, put it all over yeah, your yeah, face. I, rubbed on I'm not too good for that. Right. <laughs> so... I put the nubbin on the end of the cap. I turn the gas thing on. And then there's the little, this, the turny spigot for the gas. Mm-hmm. These are all official terms. <laughs> and so you turn the turny spigot mm-hmm. and, and I hear the gas. I'm like, oh God, so I turn it off. I'm like, supposed to make that noise? <laughs> and so I Google, 
does gas make noise? <laughs> the answer is yes. Well, it does. It's such a <laughs> stupid question to ask. And so I'm feeling pretty confident. I watched a couple YouTube videos. And I said, okay, so I put the, the wood on a grate on top of the gas pipe that I've installed. I turned the turny spigot. And then I'm like, well, it's not going to light itself. So I'm going to have to get one of the little the little clicker dickers where you go tick, tick, clicker yeah, dicker yeah, yeah lighter clicker dicker yeah. and it goes lights up on the little flame on the end and they I turn the turny spout and the clicker dicker and then <laughs> boof it does that it like boof mm-hmm. it catches it on fire now she's not really paying attention she thinks I got it under control I'm freaking out the whole time it goes boof didn't catch me on fire big kind of a, she's like oh that's awesome great and I'm like yeah, nothing to it baby and so job done no problem at all just sit down and enjoy my fire that I'm making. All of a sudden, the room's filling with smoke. Oh, no. Now, who knew you had to open oh, a freaking that. fireplace? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, oh. yeah the lid. So there's like a, a, a hatch yeah. that you're supposed to open. Mm-hmm. First of all, I'm like, <laughs> I think our fireplace is broken. It's smoke everywhere. And I'm like, please don't go off because if the dogs are going to go crazy if it goes off. And so there's smoke just billowing through the house. And she's like, is this what... Is this what's supposed to happen? I'm like, yeah, the first time we turn a fireplace on, <laughs> I think this is time. what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and so I go, oh, no, it's not open. So I, I say, oh, I'm supposed to open the undercarriage, right? Because I've done the spouty. I've done the clicker dicker. I just haven't done the undercarriage. <laughs> and so I, the fire's still going. But I, don't want, I can't turn the fire. The logs have caught on fire. I can't move them. Mm-hmm. But now i got to get under there and open that while the logs are on fire. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I hold my, <gasps> and I go under. <laughs> I can't get it. Smoke still billowing through the house. There's not like a latch for that or a button? There is, but okay. who knew? Nobody told me. I'm like pushing on it, trying to get it open. And finally, I'm, I'm caught. You okay? <laughs> nope. Yes. Yeah, sure. It's like 40 minutes into it. I grabbed this screw just to make a noise. Yeah. It like I'm doing something. And so finally I see a latch. And you push it, and there's like a grip that holds it at that latch you push it to. Mm-hmm. And then the smoke starts to go up through the fireplace. But we're still in a it's, we're in a smokestack at this point. The living room is, you can barely see. It's like a TV show where the house is on fire. And so I'm like, well, I guess we should probably open the door. Yeah. Let, let some smoke out. At this point, she's like... <laughs> <laughs> the dogs are coughing. She, she, I, I have to put Eller up in a different room. She should run outside. Stanley wants nothing to do with us. Have there been any there's more, smoke everywhere. Like, don't worry about it. Like seven, but I'm going to worry about it because I've already started the process. <laughs> I'm worrying. Mm-hmm. And I also want to prove to her I can do this. Mm. 45 minutes into probably a five minute project. And so fire starts burning. Smoke starts going out of the chimney. Mm. Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. Yeah. We got a hole for you to come down now. You know? So, enjoying the night. And then I'm like, well, how do I get this fire out? Because it's in the living room. It's a fireplace in the living room. So, after it catches on fire, I turn this, this spigot off. Mm-hmm. And it just burns with the wood. I don't need the clicker dicker anymore because that's to start fire. It's on. It's on. But now I have to... She goes to bed a little earlier than I do because I was going to stay up last night and do some video editing. And so, I'm like, I'll take care of the fire. But then I'm like, what do I do? Get a bucket of water and throw it in there? <laughs> Because I'm not just going to let it burn for three hours and not watch it. And so I go and I get a big bowl of water and chunk it in the fireplace. No. no. And I don't know if that was the right thing to do or not, but I know the house didn't catch on fire last night. Okay. I don't know. I've never heard of that, though. But your fireplace is all wet. And then your 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 little spicky spigot. Call it the real name, the spigot. (laughs) The spigot. I don't know if that does anything with the... 
where the gas comes out of. I don't know. I don't know. So what, is that not supposed to throw water in there? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I, I can't let it burn let it all night. No one's watching the fire. But, uh, Smokey the Bear. Ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like fires. I let it, normally it just kind of burns and then there's little things, but you close the little gate. There's is no there gate. a gate? There's oh. no gate. Yeesh. You just have to make sure no little ambers can pop out and catch anything I hear you, but I can't fire. make sure that. Okay. Unless I wet it down. Right. Okay, which you well, did. hey. So I wet it down. So it was, it's, that, that was a night. Mm-hmm. I probably spent an hour and 20 minutes doing all that. But you know what? We got to go in and she does not know the struggle that I went through and she doesn't need to unless she secretly does and just doesn't want to embarrass me by going, <laughs> I know what just happened. Do you have rubber gloves? No. Oh, okay. No, you're I, a man. Why? Because I, I wonder. Did you hear what I just did? All that man stuff? You think I need rubber gloves for this crap? Like a like a good rubber salt. Like because for like getting things gloves? off, like taking the, what do you call it? Spookable, the Nubbin. I, mean, I can't talk with you. You don't know enough about, okay. about man stuff. Next time, I would say try a rubber glove for the nubbin. Well, no, no. I used a, a hoodie. But a hoodie's going to still slip. No, the I mean, rubber glove wouldn't work. The, the, the rubber was not strong. The rubber would have ripped, and it didn't yeah. even have padding. I mean, you don't Duh. know. Anybody, no, no. anybody knows how to work with the nubbin? Uh, no, they make pot holders with rubber, so that's the padding. I'm telling you. Okay. This is the only way to do hey, it. Hey, listen, don't listen to me. <laughs> it's an hour-long project. That was my whole night last night. <laughs> So did y'all? No, wait, we didn't finish the show because okay. we watched a little bit of it. She was like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I was like, been two hours. I know. And then we, that was it, the mm. end. And I'm not sure if I'm supposed to water in there or not, but I took a whole salad bowl full mm. of water and slowly dumped it over into it. Hey, better safe than sorry. Yep. You know I what? agree. You know what? Woke up this morning, there was no fire department outside. That's right. Don't know if we can ever use fireplace again, <laughs> but there it is. Okay. That's all I have for you right now. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I've never seen a man 
take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go over and talk to Melissa, who lives in Little Rock, Arkansas. Melissa, welcome to the show. What's going on? Morning, studio. How are we? Wait, we're good. Bye, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Melissa. I was just calling to let you know you nailed it about the fire, uh, the fire in the fireplace. This is actually fire prevention week this week, um, and um, it was perfect timing. You did, you did well, staying in there, staying low from the smoke, not breathing it in. Uh, just letting you know that Little Rock Fire Department is hiring. If you, if you're ready to come work for us, I'm not. But <laughs> what about me putting water on the fire? Is that the thing? Was that the thing to do? Not on a gas. Not on a gas fireplace. Yeah. But no, we turn the gas. I turn the gas so, off. Well, you, if you turn the gas off, then the fire should go out. Well, eventually, but the, the wood's got to keep burning. Right. Because it caught the wood on fire. Yeah, he, he didn't want to I don't want to leave the wood burning. He didn't want to wait. Did, did you? The I wind, don't want to wait <laughs> for my house to go. What? The, the actual fireplace caught on fire? No. Like, I, not the wood. Listen, listen, here's the thing. I don't know what I'm talking about, first of all. Second of all, there's a gas metal rod that shoots gas out. I turned the gas off once the wood caught on fire. We don't. Mm-hmm. We didn't mess with I didn't touch. The gas never came back on once the wood caught on fire. Turn it off. Well, then you got logs burning in the fire. And I'm not going to go to bed with the fire burning. If you guys didn't know, this is fire prevention week. Right, right. We and this week, out. I'm... <laughs> yes. And so... And, and you had real logs, yeah, you not put fake real logs. logs. Real... Yeah, You're real not logs. supposed to put real logs in a gas fire. Yes, you can. Real logs. I do. I'm talking I do about some. What real are you talking logs. about? I feel you're real. Spo- I don't know if you are not, dude. So I believe. No, no, you. I, I, I did a lot of stuff wait. wrong yesterday. I, I do not believe you're supposed well, to. Can we real ask lo- fire prevention? Um, be honest with you. Don't care. <laughs> I'll, I mean, look, I'll look it up. I care about her, but I'm just saying I'm not opening this up to a can of worms. It's not a topic that's that compelling, honestly, to talk about if we can do real wood in a gas fireplace. <laughs> but I'll figure it out. I just wanted to tell you how. How, how clumsy my situation was last night. Sure, hope we can. But they told me I could. When they I, came I and they were it. like, put them, they were like, yes, we'll leave one of these for mm-hmm. actual wood, a wood burning yeah. fireplace. I, yeah, I, I, I just did it this week. You know, Unless I, they meant don't put the gas line in it, and that's why the nubbin was so tight. Yeah, uh, that might be. Yeah. No. yeah, good point, good point. Oh, that's why they left it without like, that thing, that yeah. rod with the holes in it. Possibly. Okay, anyway, <laughs> um, I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> All coming together. I don't know either way, guys. I'm not acting like an expert. <laughs> uh, Melissa, thank you for the call. I really appreciate that. Don't don't forget to get that fireplace cleaned every year. Every time? Every year. I have somebody come in. Every year. Chimney sweep it every time. Okay. Oh, I'm going to make a note of that. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And and I'll try not to forget, but I probably will as soon as the segment's over. I'm just trying to fill five hours, man. You know? (laughs) All right. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. The secret to great kids. Who wants to know it? Bye. Experts say pay attention to your relationship with them from an early age. A new study finds the kids who reported having a long... Loving, strong bond with their parents around age three tend to be more kind, empathetic, and generous by the time they are teenagers. In other words, parents should do their best to cultivate those close relationships at about one and a half to two years old. 
because those years they don't remember from that to like four and a half are very important for what happens to them later in life. Okay. That is true. That's the International Journal of Behavioral Development. Smart people stay up later. People with high IQ stay up later and sleep later, researchers found. Did you put this story in there? That's no, you. the London School of Economics is the one who had this story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those with high IQs are more likely to be night owls, while those with lower IQs are more likely to wake up early and function their best during the day. Okay. However, <laughs> That's do I heckle your pile? <laughs> no. <laughs> However, yes, all is not well with those who burn the midnight oil. People who like to stay up later are less reliable and more likely suffer from mental illness and various addictions when compared oh. to early risers. Oh, my. Okay. Uh-oh. So there you go. All right. A Florida woman breezes past the Walmart checkout because she thought the guard was trying to holler at her. <laughs> Let's say what's up. A Florida woman was arrested for leaving Walmart without paying for items because she thought the security guard was trying to holler at her, she said. Okay, okay. That's funny. This is from Yahoo. Catherine Eves was arrested and charged with petty retail theft for an incident that unfolded last Thursday at the Walmart. The asset protection specialist at Walmart told deputies that the suspect, 34 years old, left the store without paying for items and refused to go back and check out and pay for them. Surveillance footage shows her walking around the store for about three hours, walking into the tire center, passing several cash registers and just leaving the store. As she's walking toward the exit, the asset protection specialist tried to talk to her, telling her several times to go back inside, to which she said, I thought you were trying to holler so I didn't stop. <laughs> Bill, it feels to me, my own opinion here is that she knew what she was doing. I mean, you don't just walk. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Scientists fear humanity could lose half of all its future medicines because of so many plants facing extinction. Whoa. Oh, no. Humanity faces losing around. When I hear stories like this and they're like, in the next 300 years, I'm like, oh, I don't care. Do you ever do that? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. but then I'm like, shoot, we're, we should care. For our grandchildren. Yeah. I know, I have great grandchildren. You will. Maybe. I don't, I mean, at, at this point in my life, I don't care. I'll be honest <laughs> like with right you. now, today. <laughs> I didn't, so let me tell you about this. Humanity faces losing around half of all future medicines because so many plants face extinction. Nearly half of all flowering plants on Earth are threatened, and most medicines are based on plant compounds, about 45%. And so they say, you know, in the next seven, eight decades, probably, at earliest. So I'm like, oh, good. I'll let them figure it out. How do we save plants? Like, do That's water them? Point. Just water our yeah, own Yeah, water them. Yeah, Greenhouse. Don't, yeah, don't forget to water them, <laughs> for sure. Uh, something's going to happen, says Jerry Seinfeld, when he talks about Seinfeld, the TV show, coming back. Oh, Jerry Seinfeld has hinted, and I hope they do a reunion of the characters, but they don't try to do a whole new series. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Friends did? Yeah, I like when they come out and they can be their actors, but they also do a little thing as what the characters will be doing. But don't do too much because you can't ever do it enough to make everybody happy because it's such a legendary show that we've spent 30 years with. So therefore, it can't be as good as we want it to be because we're comparing two different things. Yeah. So it'll be cool. They're coming back. Maybe they'll do one more episode or something. When they get out of jail. Oh, yeah, yeah, Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's finale. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's from The Guardian. A California woman details a waterless life because she has a water allergy. This is crazy. That's terrible. Like, sh- oh, she can't even shower. That's crazy. When she was eight, she noticed rashes on her arms and also cuts on her scalp. Her doctors at first thought it was soaps that were reacting weird to her or... But no, the condition continued to persist because it wasn't the shampoos or soaps. Her family noticed her hives were triggered by pools and then showers that she took at home and also at hotels. And as she grew up, more triggers, more reactions. Her eyes began to itch. She developed cuts on her tongue, hives in her mouth. So she's 25 and she has one of the rarest 
allergies, and I don't aquagenic urticaria, a condition where people break out in hives after they come into contact with water. So she can't even drink it. So the question is, how does she survive? So she eats dry foods with minimal water. She eats granola bars, crackers, bread, peanut butter, potatoes, beans, and dairy-based soups. She eats fruits approximately once a week, dried apricot. Everything's dried, though, even the fruits. She drinks milk. And then she limits activities that make her sweat because she has body odor issues. She can't have water. Oh, man. She hasn't had a proper shower in over a year and a half. From Fox News. Wow, 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 wow. You think you have problems and you read something like that. No. That's a real problems. Yeah. Another show, another flex. Drake gave a Mercedes-Benz G-Wagon to a fan over the weekend. What? So I, I'm going to go to a Drake show. From Billboard. Like just in the middle of the concert? Do you think he'd pick you of all people to give something Why to Why not? Just everything about you. Jared Leto Like you're a dude. Them. You're a dude in the 40s. I, I think, don't think Drake's like looking to give a dude in his 40s. Uh, he gave some dude $50,000, some dude. But I, but I wonder. <laughs> I mean, he was just a dude, random dude. I wonder who the dude was. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. The random dude said that he, him and his girlfriend were saving money to buy furniture for their house, and he spent the money on Drake tickets. How old? Ah, uh, he was probably 30, 35. I would think if us three are at a Drake concert, we're not going to be the guys he gravitates to to no. give something free. Yeah. <laughs> and if, the it's gr- a, if it's us three, baby, you're my everything. <laughs> you're all I, he ain't going, okay, you three, what would you like for free? No, he's like, what are the old guys doing here? That's what I'm thinking. But who knows? But yeah, Drake's giving, at a homecoming concert in Toronto, because that's home for him, he gave away a car to a fan, and it was a G-Wagon. That is crazy. And what they did is they did seat numbers and they did drew a slip and gave oh, it to wow. that person. It's from Billboard. Wow, man. The you- Chicago woman who's 104 years old we talked about who was skydiving and she did and we're like, dang, look at that. That's yeah. pretty cool. She died. <gasps> oh, mm-hmm. gosh. Well, that's- not because... Skydiving? Not because of it. Oh. I mean, maybe because of it, but not during it. Yeah. Or maybe because, you know, hey, I've finally done everything I want to do. And, and, and her body's like, yeah, you did it. Like, it's time to go. Well, everybody's acting like they're shocked because it happened after she skydived. Yeah, she's 104. Yeah, but did that cause, like, Maybe it kept her alive to... an extra week. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, it was so exhilarating. Dorothy Hoffner, the 104-year-old Chicagoan who recently attempted to set the world record, died on Monday. Yeah, she's, she, maybe she, yeah, she just wanted to set the record. And then finally her body's like, okay, you've done what you need to do. Go. October 1st was when she did it. Yeah. And then she died on Monday, and she said age is just a number. Age is a number, though, that as it gets old, bigger, you die easier. <laughs> yeah. But good for her. I don't think she died because of, she died because she's 104. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's from Fox News, and that's your news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. I like gummies. I like, I like, like gummy worms, gummy bears. It's pretty solid candy. Not my favorite, but definitely like top seven. But there are sleep aid gummies, and this. I guess the kid didn't really know the difference, and he's passing out sleep aid gummies at, to his friends. Oh, no. I know. And so, air, <sighs> firefighters responded, everybody napping. Oh. <laughs> they all took gummies. He didn't know. <laughs> I, I guess it could have been a different kind of gummy, too. Yeah. But those other gummies have been illegal for kids, but California, I guess they'd have been legal to buy. Yeah, I mean, I could see some parents having their special sleep <laughs> yeah. gummies and the kid taking it or if there's a little melatonin in it or something. I mean, are the special... I'm not talking about melatonin. I'm talking about special oh, those, gummies. Marijuana, THC. Uh, special uh, gummies, are they shaped like worms and bears and no. little sharks and stuff? You got the wrong person. Yeah. I'd like to know that. That'd answer. probably be a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, sure. that's true. Then it's more I guess it's why they don't put kids. cartoons on cigarette boxes yeah. anymore. Yeah. Because uh, it's extra appealing <laughs> to kids. saying something. Depends on the brand. They do have some and they've kind of strayed away from it. They were like gummy worms, gummy bears. Now they're more like cube shaped. Because they're boring to kids. <laughs> exactly. Yes. That whole mentality. Yeah. Got it. Well, this is not those kind of gummies. 
But again, he was passing out sleep gummies, not knowing the difference. Gotcha. And everybody started acting strange. It was taking them, and so people started freaking out. Fire department. The oh, end. man. That's from KTVU. Let me go over and talk to Wendy, who is on the phone. It lives in Georgia. Hey, Wendy, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, I just wanted to comment here. I loved your show Saturday. It was awesome. But my daughter is very upset with you. And I drug her to go see you because she knew. She did not know who you was only by me talking about you all the time. So we get in the stu- we get in the theater and we sit down. And about five minutes before the show starts, Jay Cohen comes out, sits right behind us. She's like, Mama, that's Jay Cohen. I said, I know. Bobby's friends with him. Really good friends with him. She said, I said, but no cameras because, you know, your Netflix special. So she said, well, we'll just, right when the show ends, Get your phone ready and take a picture before he gets up and leaves. Well, of course, you call him up on stage. Nobody knew he was sitting around us until you called him up. And that's, <laughs> so why, you're, and that's why you're mad at me. That, that's your bone. No, here's the thing, though. Jake didn't know I was going to call him up. And we were playing a game. And then Jake could win the money for the person, but he had to play a song with Eddie's guitar. Because it was totally not set up at all. He grabbed Eddie's guitar. So would you have rather me not called Jake up and him not played a song for everybody in the theater or just left him out there and you to get a picture? No. I, I loved it. My okay, daughter, good. on the other hand, did not. How old's your daughter? She is 31. Okay. So did she have a good time Being at the Jack show? Jack Cohen fan. Yeah, she did. Okay. She loved it. Well, we I appreciate you coming. I'm I'm sorry that happened. He also did not know. He came straight from the golf course to the show, so he, he didn't right. plan to be on camera, but he crushed it, and I'm, you know, he'll take pictures all day. He should have just been like, Jake, take a picture with me. Well, he got up and left before the show ended because he knew. What was really funny, though, is how nobody pays attention to who's around them. Nobody knew he was sitting there except, I mean, we were like, uh, oh, God, that's Jake Owen. But then once he came up, everybody was looking at him. Yeah, I mean... Like in the middle, Trump was sitting, and in the right, Obama. Nobody even noticed him. Wow, <laughs> the lights are all out. <laughs> One person. It's crazy, man. No, it's dark in a theater. It's hard to see. But I appreciate you coming. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. I'm sorry that you couldn't get a picture with Jake. No, I, I really loved it. I made her take a picture of me outside it on your thing that was out in front of the studio. Yeah, you're a big bucket list with mine. I well, love you. Thank I'm you very much. And we'll come again. Thank you very appreciate much. Appreciate you taking my call. Of course. Hope you have a great day. Thanks, Bobby. All right, tell your daughter I said hello. See you later. Um, yeah, it was a good show. I'm doing Jake's comedy charity event in December, but tickets go on sale tomorrow at 8 a.m. If no, 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, down at Vero Beach. I'll be doing that show in December. But so I know you said you're Eastern. headlining yeah. that. Does that mean if it's a comedy thing, there's other comedy people before? There is a host. There's Emma Klein, who's going to play music. Oh yeah. Um, so it's a night, but it's he's doing it starting a comedy night. And I'm just going to do the first one so people know about it. Oh, that's fun. Okay. And then Eddie and I will play some music. And that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It'll, be, it'll be great. To us. We're really funny to ourselves. Um, here is Anthony of Pittsburgh who's on the phone. Anthony, what's up, buddy? Yeah, morning, Studio. Morning. I was uh, just calling to see if Eddie ever gave away his Sonic gift card to a listener. Oh. You won. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a big gift card. I think it was a Hyundai gift card. 
What are you talking about? I want a game. And yeah, I, so you get to give it to a random listener. Yeah, I haven't decided yet. But I, was it a Sonic gift card or a hundred? Or what was it? Scooby, I think, I think it's a, the 250 Hyundai gift card. Yeah, yeah, it's 250. It's 250 bucks, bucks dude. yeah. To For, anyone. it's like a normal. We give away so much stuff on the show, I forget. Right. So you have, not- you have it to give to anybody who calls. Anyone that calls and like Scuba reminds me every single day, you still have that gift card. And I'm like, oh, I'm waiting on the right call. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what about Anthony here who's reminding you? No, no, yeah. see, you can't beg for the, you can't. He didn't he beg. beg. Well, 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 he brought it up. He reminded you. I didn't even remember. I have it in my desk every single day. I know about the gift card. So, Anthony, I, I appreciate your effort, but I'm not going to give it to you. But that was really cool. Wow. Cool to bring it up. Yeah, just reminding you, Eddie. I just uh, didn't want you to forget. I mean, Lunchbox is my favorite, anyways. Oh, yeah. yeah, and that's exactly Woo! why he's not going to be done. Got him. Anthony set you out. up. Got him on the way out. <laughs> he kicked you on the nas and ran. Wow. All right, Anthony. Thank you, buddy. Have have a great day. Thank you, guys. So here's something else we need for money. Yes. So we're gonna play a blank slate tournament, and it won't be on the air. We'll do it after the show. We'll stream it live. But so we love the game blank slate, and so we're gonna draw for teams all random. There'll be four teams of two. The winning team gets a thousand bucks. Oh my gosh! That's but here's amazing. the thing: you get a listener that ends up getting teamed with you, and the team gets to decide how much they give the listener the thousand bucks if they win it. It can be one dollar, oh. or it can be nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. Yeah. Oh. That's 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 tough. It's not that tough. What do you mean? To zero dollars. <laughs> well, what? one. You have to give no. one at least. <laughs> but if you go to BobbyBones.com. Because of like legal reasons, because we go on the air at different times and different time zones, we have to say this is universally able to be signed up for. And when do we start taking random people, Scuba? So this closes on Friday, and then over the weekend we'll start selecting yeah. the people. And then if you win, it's not like it's a trip to Maui, but it's, oh, thou- no. it's a thousand bucks yeah. if if you your team wins. We haven't even drawn the teams yet, so we can draw the teams if you want today. Yeah, let's do it. So we just, I mean, I can end up with Amy. You could. Wait, wh- wh- why did no, you say it? Why would she be the worst one? What? I'm just that, saying, like, you know. Wait. I, we have no control of who our partner is. Correct. That's tough. I'm, and there's I'm, eight of us. I currently have the easy trivia crown. It's because I'm not playing, Amy. Yeah, yeah, but that has nothing to do with playing Slate. You need someone that I, I would prefer to have Eddie or Ray on my team because okay. we think on the why same. Why are you guys going after Eddie? Right. No, 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 it's fine. No, no, you know what's sitting under my desk you, you right you, Can I finish my sentence before <laughs> you, know you get offended? You know what I look at every day under my desk? Well, you, Box yeah, of but do you play it? You opened it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's open. not, yeah, that's not true. It's, it's not been not opened. Haters. The reason I want them is because they okay, think whatever. on the same wavelength okay. as me Correct. and you need someone that thinks on the same wavelength. Amy, you're way more... You gotta be on the wavelength. You're way more intelligent than I am, Amy, so I don't want you Oh, wow, look at that. I'm on his wavelength. No, I'm on Okay. I said wavelength. Cool. I don't know what you said. It sounded like you had a booger in your nose when you said it. <laughs> Probably. Okay, so bobbybones.com to sign up if you want to be a listener and just sign up. That's, you may not even win anything, Woo. even if we pick you, because only one person of the four is going to win. And then you may only win $1, or you can win $999, yeah. depending on what the team wants to give you. All right, cool. Everybody good on that? Yeah, man. A new segment I invented called Das Loco. Ooh, I like that. You're trying to appeal to... An audience that maybe doesn't feel super appealed to sometimes. Of course. Yeah, that's local. That's okay. local. That's local. A painting valued at $15,000 was found to be a Rembrandt that can now sell for $18 million. Wow. They thought initially Man. when they found it and sold it, because they did sell it as somebody who was close to like the Rembrandt circle, who painted in like the same group he painted in. And so that's why it had value at all. And they thought it was going to go for fifteen thousand. They ended up selling it for a little more than that. But now they've re-examined it, and they're like, oh, "That's a that's a real one." And it's going to sell between twelve and eighteen million bucks. They think. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's local. That's, that's local. local. Rembrandt is he like kind of young? Like, 
who was in a circle that's still alive? No, 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 no. Oh. Somebody in a <laughs> no, circle that died. The, the okay. Yeah, they knew around. who he was, and that artist was painting it with Rembrandt. Got you. Yeah. Uh, I got another one. Das Logo. Uh, dos. All right. Two dozen first responders helped rescue a cemetery worker who became trapped in a grave. Oh, no. Oh, wow. oh no. You don't like that? No. The incident happened That's at the Holy scary. Cross Cemetery on Cranberry oh. Road around 1 p.m. From ABC7 New York, <laughs> officials said a funeral service had just wrapped up when the 47-year-old worker fell through a wood board about six feet down into an open grave. Oh. No. He separated his shoulder so he couldn't climb. Crews worked to shore up the hole so they didn't go and get him and it collapsed on them. But he was in for, I mean, it looks like over an hour in the grave. He uh, thought he was dead. He thought it was over. He yeah. thought he buried his, oh, he dug his local. own grave. Yes. Local. <laughs> local. Yes, thank you. <laughs> hey, you know what? I want to test Eddie out for COVID. I huh? think, because Eddie said he couldn't smell. No, I, mean, I, I never no. said I, didn't, I couldn't he, smell. Can we he, test him, Scuba? Yeah, I have a test right here. Okay, let's let's test him. I'll, yeah. <laughs> how, long, how long does it take for this test? Dude? Oh, it's like five minutes, minutes man. Yeah, okay, okay, let's play a song then. Ray, oh, if you'll hit boy. this song here. Uh, Dylan Scott, here's Can't Have Mine, Find You a Girl, and Mr. No Smells and get tested here. <laughs> All right, Eddie, here we go. Eddie has his test. It's sitting on the table. We'll check in in like five minutes. And I see already if, took it. Yeah, we're going to see if you have COVID. Only because they said they gave you a bottle of perfume and you're like, I don't smell anything. Yeah, a sealed bottle of a perfume. strong bottle. That is scary. So we'll wait five. And then you you gave me your eggs and that smelled like And you were like, sausage. it's beef jerky. No. <laughs> that was weird. Are we in for this Powerball tonight? We have $1.7 billion. No, have I already paid for this one? You have not, no. Oh, my God. How many of these have I paid for? I don't even know what. Are you, you, you pay for every single one of them. I always remind you day of. So today is the day. Okay. So to Venmo or Zelle. Venmo. 20 bucks. Whoever wants in, which should be everybody. $1.73 billion. Oh, yeah, man. second largest in history. Guys, we could. This was, was there a $2 billion one? There was, was last year, yeah. Uh, the previous winners, this is what they bought. Like some of the big things. This guy named John built a water park. That's cool. That's so fun. Louise White created a trust and named it after her lucky dessert. I don't know. Uh, Nigel Willits traveled the world. Jonathan Vargas created a TV show with female wrestlers. That's weird. Lara and Roger Griffiths bought their dream home. Evelyn Adams took her winnings to Atlantic City. She gambled it away and became homeless. What? what, what? She put it all on one spin or what? She won a big one already. Wow. George and Beryl Keats gifted their family and they still buy a lot of tickets. Marilyn Patricia Butler invested in advice from financial planners. The cautionary tale is to be wise with your winnings. That's from CNN. Uh, so, okay, I'll send you the 20 bucks. I just want someone to win. That way I keep... No. Yeah, don't, don't, that, that attitude is not good. You don't cheer for other people outside I'll tell you, of our attitude circle. Attitude don't affect the lottery. Okay. Here we well, go. I just sent a scoop of my $20 in, in the little memo where you have to put something. I just put... We're going to win. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Amy. I put lotto because I don't want to have to go to a lawsuit where Scoob is like, no, you gave me 20 bucks for something else. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> could get that very, point. Exactly. So here's my 20. Oh, man. L-O-T-T-O lotto sent. I'm going to put retirement. And so do we have proof of all these tickets that you've been buying? Yeah, so what I do is I don't bother you with it because I know you're busy. Uh, I send a group text out with all the tickets once I purchase them. Oh, you them do? So they can see it. Good for you guys. You there can is see them. proof, yeah. I like it. And then... What are we at right now? Do we have any sort of leftover winnings? Yes. Yeah, so from one of the so three lottery drawings ago, we have a, a four dollar winner, which that keeps rolling over. And then the last one we won four dollars, so that one also is a reinvestment as well. Oh, so I'm in on that one. Yeah. Well, everybody's in on all of them now. Yeah. That's, that's no, no, he keeps track of who was in which one. Yeah, yeah but I mean yeah. the four dollars though. Do you keep those tickets separate? Yeah, so that's separate. Oh. So there's a whole group. Come that on. Time. This just feels like a lawsuit if we win. Watch no, that one hit. I've been really good at keeping track of this for that very reason. Dang, what if we hit in like the $4 one? 
Yeah. And then you oh, guys man. that jumped in later, you got nothing. You got that jack, would be so awesome. You got jack crap. That would suck. <laughs> yeah. What, would we break them all? Would you break them all? Some of your billion, one point seven billion. Uh, well, if there, how many? It depends how many there. Yes, the answer is yes. I thought about that. You, oh, you just thought of it? Is it like no, give, no, give a kidney? No, no, no. Like I would give everyone like some money. Whoever did. You're, you're, you're saying that because you're not in. No, I'm in with the $4. I am in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Scuba, let us know if we want to okay? Oh, my gosh, right, I cannot ahead. wait. We'll know when you call us crying at 1 a.m. <laughs> saying I quit. Would you I, call us immediately, Scuba? Um, I don't know what I would do. I haven't really thought about that. I don't know if I'd want to wait for the next day for the show to tell everyone. Yeah. Or or, or we just not show up ever again. And who would you call first? Oh, I definitely would call my wife. Well, my wife would be with me. Probably my mom, because she'd be the most excited. No, no, no. no, no. He means on the show. Oh, on the show. Uh, <laughs> because I never text you, I'd, I would call Bobby first. My friend Greg. <laughs> what good is that doing? Like, what in the world? Uh, 1.73 oh. billion, whatever that is. All right, cool. Thank you. Oh, Eddie, 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 let's go check this. What? Hey, uh, Morgan, would you give me Eddie's COVID test results? Me, How many, I almost forgot. I almost ran to the break. How many lines? If it's two lines, it's COVID. If it's one line, it's not COVID. How many lines? One line. Hey, I'm not pregnant. I'm good. Let's go party. You just can't smell. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm telling you, I think this is still from the first time I got COVID. My smells never came back fully. Well, but you I never can, said that. No, no, no. I have. Like, no. I can't. Like, I see people cutting grass. I can't smell that. But if I get grass to my nose, I smell that. You should go to Morgan's person. Thought about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Th- everybody feel safe and good? <laughs> yes. All right, good. Hit it. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Los Angeles, California. Two police officers are in their car and they hear... Armed robbery in progress. We need backup. Armed robbery in progress. We need backup. And they never responded. They never went to the scene. And their supervisor's like, what's going on? They're like, ah, we guess we missed it. And he checked their dash cam footage. They were arguing over the finer points of Pokemon Go, and they didn't hear the call. Huh. What were the points? I don't know. Okay. I don't know anything about Pokemon (laughs) Go, but they were, I, I didn't know there was finer points. And I didn't know you could argue about it. I thought the rules were set. I thought regardless of what you were arguing about, you stop mm-hmm. if you hear something come over the radio. Yeah, but they were so into it. I guess. They didn't but hear I, the radio. Don't you turn it up real loud, though. And you, got, and you got to think as a cop, like, there's a lot of downtime, right? Oh, I would think that you could also be like, yeah, somebody else will get it. Or, hey, Mike, what's a finer point of Pokemon Go? <laughs> Do you know a single yeah. finer point? Maybe they were trying to decide, like, where to go search for a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. There you go. Trading Pokemon. Is this a reason to miss an armed robbery in progress? I mean, Pokemon's pretty cool. It is. Okay, cool. <laughs> Making sure. Okay, Lunchbox, thank you. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Are you going to sing to kids today? Yeah. A friend of mine, I guess his uh, daughter's in first grade, and the teacher's a fan of the show, and she wants me to sing some songs. To the whole first grade class. It's not. It's like the whole school. All the first graders in the school are going to get together while I'm on a Zoom singing. On a Zoom? Yeah. You're not going to be there in person? No, they're in Texas. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And and here's the... We didn't say that. I thought you were going to the school. No, no, no. I'm going to do it from my house. But how... This is 10 minutes max? No, no. They're asking me... (laughs) They're asking me to do 30 minutes. Wait, what? First graders No one's going to pay attention. They wouldn't pay attention 30 minutes to you in person. (laughs) Correct. I can't get my kids to pay attention for more than five minutes. What, are, what in the world are you going to do? So I'm thinking to sing a couple of songs and to buy some time. If it's cool with you, can I read your book, the Stanley the Dog book? To yourself or to them? To them. I mean, I don't know what else to do. I can't tell jokes. 30, you have to do half an a half hour set for first graders? Half hour. Yeah, read the book. Read it Dude, slow. Dude, that's, that's too much. They're setting you up for failure. Yeah. You should do 10 to 12 minutes with first graders. That sounds realistic to me. So what time are you doing this? One o'clock. 
And they're probably cranky. It's the end of the day for them. I think I have interviews where I would do it with you, meaning I would try to sing some songs with you. That would be amazing. Because they did request Chick-fil-A, and I'm like, I don't sing Chick-fil-A. I have, I have two interviews for the podcast network. Okay. President position at one. What about Lunchbox? Amy, you guys? You guys open? Uh, let me oh, check. That, that Zoom stuff, that's a nightmare. It's a nightmare to be in a meeting at work <laughs> for 15 therapy. minutes. Yeah, I got, I got a meeting too. Oh, uh, I one o'clock, I got an interview. And, well, I really do. You can look at my calendar if you want. <laughs> you can I would look do at mine. No, no, I believe you. Oof. Uh, what? I believe you. Yeah. They're they're like saying it all weird. Like, <laughs> no, oh, I don't know. Man. I'll show you my calendar. I'll show you well, my calendar. You don't have a calendar. <laughs> You're just writing in your but calendar I got now. O'clock. Uh, thank you. Uh, we're done. Uh, by the way, we'll see you tomorrow. Also tomorrow, tickets go on sale to uh, my show in Vero Beach, Florida. I'm doing the Jake Owen Foundation comedy show. It, it, the show's in December, but tickets go on sale tomorrow. BobbyBones.com. It's all for charity. So BobbyBones.com at 10 Eastern if you want to come to that show. All right, thank you. We will see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Get your, get your Bobby Bones on. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.